one. Do you need the video okay. or uh, just the sound is okay? Yeah, it's just sound. Okay. Just sound. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Paperless Podcast. Today with me, I have a new co-host. Is uh, a guy that worked with me. It's, his name is Saslagar. Hey, Saslagar, how are you doing? Yes, uh, I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, yes, that's my name. Can, can you do a quick introduction for yourself for everyone that might not know who you are? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, well, I'm Saslagar and I'm a digital illustrator and comic artist. Uh, I'm recently working with with uh, uh, two two works really like um, one that is a novel illustrated novel and another one that uh, I'm working with an ed comic editorial but uh, for the moment uh, the principal one is a novel and uh, th that's all I guess yeah and for If you go to his Instagram page, you will see that he's a really good uh, graphic artist. I'm actually, I told him to do a tattoo for for me. So I'm going to get one of his drawings in my skin. So that's how good he is. And today, our guest is Alex. Alex from Salem and Cardistry Touch. So Alex, can you introduce yourself for so? If anyone doesn't know who you are, that I don't think so, because you're pretty popular. Uh, uh, I don't really... Just anyways, introduce yourself. Okay, so hi, I'm Alex. I actually don't know if I'm popular or not. Oh, well, I hope I am, because uh, that's how um, you get your name in the industry at some point, if you want to sell something. Uh, I created Zalem. Well, first it was uh, Diva Playing Cards in 2017 and 2018. Then I switched to um, Zalem uh, after changing the, the overall feeling and art direction and uh, vision for the for the project. And it was picked up by Cutter Touch uh, in middle of last year. And we started working, I mean, uh, launching the, the Zalem decks together this year, uh, starting in March. And uh, we will uh, keep working together this way. Also, I work for Touch on on uh, the Escape 20, uh, or 20X because it will be 21, 22, 23, etc. So once uh, once every year. And uh, I love that deck. <laughs> Thanks. Really good deck. Thanks. Uh, there's another one coming very soon. And I also work as a graphic freelance designer, but I'm uh, I've been posing this. I'm taking a huge break this year because uh, it can be a tough work. Uh, I don't want to go into too much, uh, too many details, but uh, it can be uh, a pain in the ass sometimes. So I'm taking a break and trying other uh, other source of source of income. So that's why maybe those who follow me haven't seen much of uh, my work of uh, new work on my uh, Instagram account this year. But for Zalem, though, the the, um, the projects are tight. So that's about me. If you want to know anything more, uh, of course, I can develop. Oh, yeah, we will get into more of more stuff later. Uh, so I just want to touch up on what you said that the burnout It's that's something that is true because, like, one or two years ago, I used to post every single day for a year, and at the end of that, I was empty. 
I stopped posting for like a year. But the the bad thing about that is that the engagement in the in Instagram drops a lot because I remember I used to get like 1k likes yeah. and now I get like 100 200 at most if it's something super popular or something like that I don't know if you have seen that in your recent post uh, I've seen that but I also blamed it on the fact that I that last year I was kind of off the radar on uh, on the Zanem account so that the likes ratio dropped uh, and on my personal account I've seen it but just uh, just a little uh, so I haven't realized it can be that bad. I don't actually understand why. Maybe because people are switching to TikTok. I don't understand. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I I, um, I understand how you can feel a little bit broken sometimes after you try posting for a year. I didn't try to post every uh, everything uh, every day. I actually never tried it because I know it'll be too much and I have uh, other things to to do uh, on this. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And but still, um, this year I think the the biggest trouble to post online what I do home like for my, my for myself for my art, I haven't posted much because I kind of uh, I've gotten some um, I acquired some nice followers that I uh, I used to be a fan of, and um, I started feeling a little bit like an imposter again. And uh, a bit afraid of judgment on uh, on Instagram, and also a bit of the ra of the like ratio, as you mentioned. And so I felt like, yeah, just I don't want to put any pressure this year. I'm gonna stop for a while until I feel uh, okay to post again, like um, pressureless. Uh, but it's not happening yet. I just started. I just started posting more on my photo account, just because uh, it's been occupying me uh, a lot, and it's uh, making me think of other things. Uh, but yeah, I still gotta pay the bills. So uh, trying to find new ways to to make it in either graphic design or anything I'm good at. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, f in my opinion, I find finding jobs in graphic design itself quite hard. Uh, because yeah. uh, because. Most of the jobs, well, where I live, that is in Mexico, most of the jobs that you get as a graphic designer is like making like birthday cards or stuff yeah, like it can that. Yeah, it can be really... Uh, yeah. And uh, also when the clients actually... There's Elliot, um, he's a cool guy, I think it's in... It's, oh, yeah. It's, His stuff is so Yeah, because good. it's always true. <laughs> Thing yeah, that's that, true. Um, his clients become better graphic designers than he than he is uh, while uh, when they work with him, and that's kind of true. When they start, they can when they before they hire you. Some, sometimes they, they they start like reading online to see what they can find that could uh, like a, like a, their personal mood board, and from there, as soon as they hire you, then they they somehow. Uh, they become the best uh, art directors in the world, and they got the best taste of and the best ideas. And you often have to um, uh, lower yourself down just so that you are insured to keep the contract for you or something. Um, and so sometimes you have to give up on good ideas for terrible ideas, and then you don't post anything on your portfolio or whatever because the overall result is shit, and you don't want to tell the client because he really he really wants. Right? Yeah. And you know it's bad and you explain it many many times and you try your best but it doesn't work so in the end you can't even show it on the, on the portfolio unless it pays the, it pays the bills 
but it doesn't show any portfolio, so the, you cannot pile up enough uh, enough uh, good work for the for newer clients who would be more prompt to to let you work and uh, listen your ideas. Yeah, that's true. Like, have you seen the the image that says "Graphic design is my passion"? Oh no! Uh, that is a frog with Comic Sans and like a funky background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh yeah! So far, that's that's what I feel that I'm doing when I work with someone that I yeah. that like with a normal client, kind of you know, because they don't know what looks good, but you have to do it because they are paying you to do it. Yeah, yeah. They they don't know what uh, what is good. They have their own ideas and they don't want to take risks. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, I'll still keep my ideas. Like, okay, but like, you are you sure? And you st you kind of argue, not argue. That's not the right word in English. Uh, I mean, you 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 discuss and you explain your point. Yeah, you have you, to discuss. Yeah. And you like you pull up all your experience to try and uh, convince or at least uh, keep and um, have them keep an open eye on your ideas. And uh, sometimes it works. Like uh, like when I work for Touch, uh, they have experience and they have eyes. So I mean, they have an eye. Sorry. <clears throat> so it, it it works out uh, a lot better. Uh, of course, it's uh, their work. So at some point, I will uh, like if they prefer this instead of that. While that is my uh, preferred option. I will still go for this if this is what they really really want. And I'll try to get like something in between so that I'm pleased and so that they are pleased and so in the end that's so uh, that's we work but there's a lot more freedom with touch because uh, they uh, well they are in the industry so uh, they have a better eye and yeah. just a better experience and they listen to me uh, a lot more so I also debate a lot more with them like uh, um, like yeah sometimes happens because I, I just want to be sure that uh, we make the best choice uh, that's why sometimes I can be maybe annoying for them because I keep uh, arguing and arguing. <laughs> mm -hmm. And but they really listen, and I think they kind of um, uh, they accept my ideas. They really listen, and we try to make compromises when uh, we really have different ideas. Like let's say for marketing, sometimes uh, like for marketing, I leave it to them because they are much better than me. Uh, but I mean, on the um, visual aspect of marketing, sometimes we can have like a uh, 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 bit of confrontation just because I want to make sure and I'm stubborn. And so they listen and at some point they make, they uh, we find a compromise. That's only because they really listen that at the end we find a, a right compromise for, uh, for uh, the three of us. Yeah, like I can definitely relate with that because I, I remember before I got into the playing card community and the industry, I used to do jobs for like family and friends and stuff like that. And it's a pain. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a pain. And did they pay you? Because, yeah, okay. they pay, well, my dad yeah. not, but like my friends yeah, okay. did, yeah, of course. course. But it's like, you, you want to deliver something really good because my style, I don't know if you have, you have seen my stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like very minimal and like modern. Even my posters are really modern, like futuristic type. And I, I do that and they are like, nah, I don't want that. I want something like this. And they, 
legitly show me something similar to the graphic design is my passion meme. <laughs> and I have to do yeah. something similar to that because that's what they want. And like, if I don't do it that way, I'm not getting paid. So like, you, but, you, uh, do, you, do, do you sometimes have jobs when they, like, they find you on Instagram and they want you to do what you do best and they just let you work on your stuff? yeah yeah i was going to get into that yeah uh with kevin uh because i'm i'm working with momentum playing cards right now uh and a set because i did a deck for 52 kevin because i didn't follow these cards um momentum which kevin yeah momentum playing cards kevin ho kevin ho okay yeah his brand momentum playing cards uh i i made them for him and i'm working with him on that and I like working with him because he gives me he gives me the freedom to do whatever I want or like to get whatever input I want. And one time in a in a live stream someone asked, Why don't you do it yourself, Kevin? And he said like I could but I do not know how to do oh, yeah. it properly because uh, he basically said that because I'm studying graphic design and I have years years of experience and stuff like that and it's true like it's not hard learning how to use photoshop or illustrator or like any program but it takes time and it's something that not everyone is willing to invest just to do something they will use one time and there is where we come in as graphic designers to do the job for them and do it properly because we have experience Yes. Um, are you? Uh, ah. By the way, so I do remember what momentum cards are. But I just forgot that the arrow cards. I thought they were called arrows or something. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah arrow the, dynamics. Of course, the momentum because they're quite uh, famous. Um, regarding you, what you said. Um, are you speaking about like sometimes executing just the job of like you find somebody who has a great idea but he doesn't know how to do no. it, so you can execute the job, but it's. Like you, you add your touch and you refine the work, but um, you're more like executing than creating. It's just a question because huh? I wasn't sure to understand the point of your. Uh... Yeah, it's that. It's that. It's more like executing okay. and creating a little bit <clears throat> by adding some or some input into what you're doing. Okay, so I never took a job similar to this so far because um, I think I'm, I, I won't be I won't be a, a uh, the proper person for I mean to execute. Uh, maybe because I'm too stubborn. So I, I suppose that uh, fundamentally I will have problems to simply execute the task. Uh, uh, how to say this? Uh, I think I will have like my own ideas in between and I will be frustrated not to be able to use them. And so while I'm doing the project, I'm like creating another project on the side. So that's why I think I never took a, a project like this, but uh, it makes me think, make me rethink about this. Um, maybe I could um, eventually go uh, past like this one, one day. Like, because that's true that, that that's true that learning Photoshop and Illustrator or uh, or um, After Effect or uh, 3D 3D design softwares, it's extremely long. It can take so much time to learn the ways and to make something proper that isn't just noobish. Even though you can still do a lot without mastering the, the softwares completely, 
but it's still such a pain in the ass to go through the the, the learning yeah. process that I'm just thinking about the fact that there might be a lot more people just willing, just wanting somebody to execute the task. Just like sometimes, like you were presenting Saslegar, and I was like, damn, that sounds like someone I, I need to hire for uh, illustrative work. I'm always looking for illustrators. And basically, oh. yeah, that's the one I, yeah. <laughs> I was speaking about you. Because uh, I, I, I want, like, I have a, a deck idea, and uh, I know that most of the work will be il- il- illustration work. And I'm not the best at it, and not the fastest. And um, so, in that kind of job, I will like uh, uh, come up with a pretty defined idea, and more like uh, asking somebody to execute with his own touch, of course, and his own um, uh, his own sparkle. But uh, yeah, I guess it will be uh, executive ex- executive work. Uh, no, execution work. Sorry, I don't know how to execution. say this in English properly so that it's understandable. But um. yeah, it, it's like working more like a like a producer or uh, like no, like a creative director Cre- uh, instead yeah. of doing the work yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, basically that. I still do the work. Uh, I like doing the work. If I don't do most of the work, at least, uh, well, half of the work, let's say, I feel like I'm cheating the game because it's... I'm, yeah, money same. is like on the top and other names come after this. So I try to... Um, uh, if I'm going to... Yeah, it's difficult to name a project also when there are collaborators to uh, to to put in in the light. Because you don't want people to fall behind somebody else, etc., etc. So you have to uh, to credit properly. Um, sorry, I'm going a little bit yeah, off road. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. Like it's cool. I, I'm going to send you uh, Sasslagar's account so you can see his work. It's really good. Like legitly, it's really oh, good. Thanks. Yeah, just got it. Uh, about. About this talk, I like a lot this this theme because uh, I don't have that uh, experience by like uh, the ones that I don't like to work like uh, family and anything uh, because I I'm more passionate with my with, with my work and like and that and one thing that I that I like about uh, working with with people with knowledge about design and, and stuff like uh, like the editorial for example or or someone who has that knowledge is like you you can learn a lot uh, like i was i was uh, for a bit of time with pablo in momentum and i learned a lot about that and i i think that's something that it's uh, sometimes invaluable to get uh, like uh, uh, not just money, but knowledge. Do you uh, have anything like that experience? Uh, totally, especially with the first uh, agency I worked in. Uh, they stopped now because they like they uh, they had the internal product that uh, that launched, so they they switched to it. Uh, but the first experience I had in a um, digital agency was learning a lot like uh, a shitload because we were uh well i was alone 
Okay, and sometimes I had to manage work that could take a, a team of six, and I had to deal with the whole work on my own. And it was not exactly possible, so I had to cut short many ways to find something that could work out. And uh, through this, actually, I learned a lot about um, uh, being sometimes a contrarian even in your own workspace. Like, you have to go against uh, the crowd. Uh, and watch. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the... With other clients, like those especially who don't listen to you, I'm trying to learn how to like uh, impose myself and my ideas more and more and more. It's still annoying. With touch less. So with touch... Uh, um, I think what I'm learning with touch is um, actually working with... Uh, like, let's say it's, it's for touch and Zalim. Um, how to explain this? Um, not sure it's in graphic design. I learned the most in um, with Zalim and Touch. I think it's more in uh, entrepreneurship, though. So I'm not sure you're interested in knowing that, or uh, if you still want to speak about graphic design. You can, of course. I know, I if I continue it's... answering this question, I will cool. have to to move a little bit off road again. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so. Um, the value of having uh, teammates who work on a project at the same level as you are, as you do, sorry, so that you're not alone anymore. At first, when I started, I thought that could, you can build a company on your own, and uh, it's not exactly possible. I realized it when I looked around in the in the cottage environment, and I realized like every brand started starting properly have at least somebody else, except for Zach, but he had like great support from the, the, the OGs. Uh, and I was alone. Um, I had like ideas, sometimes graphic ideas, but I couldn't actually put them into reality because of money, financial desire, whatever. And uh, also I failed with the French edition, so um, it was kind of a little bit of a money disaster. And um, uh, well not, 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 not a disaster, but I mean, it didn't pay, the, it didn't pay out, so it, oh. it was kind of yeah. sad. Um, yeah, uh, being alone, you can't bounce back on your own ideas because you're alone. Even if you have a mirror, you can't really bounce back. You can try a little bit, but it, it won't go too far. And having people to bounce back on your ideas and you bounce back on their ideas, uh, I mean, you have a feedback continuously, and so you progress a lot faster, a lot better, and uh, the the project gets stronger um, uh, quicker. And just better. I don't know how to explain this. I think I think it's pretty obvious, of course, what I'm saying. But um, I I sometimes hear about people who want to learn a bit from me what I how I did it, how I did it. I mean, how I uh, started the, the project. And they're alone, and they have a great ambition, but they um, do not understand the necessity of not being. I mean, of having a teammate with connection in the industry. Because also, to be honest, uh, the design the design. Um, Everybody loves design in the, in, the, in the community, but uh, to succeed as a card brand, you need the uh, names with your brand to make it work. Oh, and yeah. uh, have yeah. this And so that's why also Touch uh, picked me up. They thought maybe together, all together, we can actually make it happen because like uh, we are complementary. Uh, I bring something for them, for the whole company, and they bring something for me. 
uh, and their help is invaluable uh, um, and uh, that's that's I think what I realized is absolutely um, critical you can't be alone if you want to succeed in a great project unless you're like a tyrant and you want to, to do it but um, Honestly, yeah, you always need teammates who are coordinated and organized and who respond to emails and who respond to uh, emergencies. Like who are motivated and have incentive to, to complete projects from uh, A to Z. Yeah, that's that's right. That, that, uh, about yes. having teammates and people who who can who you can rely on because there's some inform there's some things that uh, even you will know, uh, but uh, are people more experienced about, and 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 that's uh, something that happens all the time. And yeah, having people is is really valuable. Yeah, uh, like a quick example is like I I used to work uh, alone in all the momentum projects, only with Kevin. But Kevin was giving me like feedback and stuff like that. But then I got SAS into it, and something that it, it could have took me like three months to do. We did it in a week because we were two persons working on it twenty four seven. Yeah. And it was better than just working alone. Yeah, that that's really it's true. It's a lot faster. Huh? Uh, also, because like yeah. you're when you you're going to lack of motivation. I mean, you're always together, so there's like a like a, a, I don't know a, a thermocycle. I don't know what to call this. Uh, you keep um, how do you say this in English? Um, you keep pushing each other's, and like when one falls, like. Uh, loses motivation a little bit. The, the other one is still there to to bring him back, and uh, yeah, I don't know if you can call it call, it, call this a callback, but uh, it 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 uh, it's invaluable. Yeah, it's like healthy competition mm -hmm. between each other. Yep, totally. Because in the end, you have the same goal, so the competition is is actually also very important, so that. Um, Nobody in the team feels undervalued. Otherwise, it can be frustration that grow progressively, and it can be difficult. Like when when we start a project with new people and everything, especially when we're very young, and we think it's all gonna be okay, all gonna be right, and, and as a as a community, we're gonna work uh, succeed. Uh, it rarely happens this way, and uh, you realize that, you realize that uh, finding the right teammates who have uh, actual motivation. Sometimes you can find them early in life. That's why I often see around. Uh, I mean, publicly. Uh, but other than that, I realized that it's difficult to find people who have um, concrete, solid incentives and motivations to um, to complete a project. I've met people yeah. who have great, incredible, genius ideas for real, but uh, they have a hard time launching them. Uh, making them realities, and even if you want to help, they still have problems to uh, to put themselves. And um, I guess you can't do anything about that. So you just need to 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 look around again and again, more and more, until you um, finally find somebody 
who has an entrepreneurship uh, entrepreneur uh, mindset. Yeah, that's that's really true. And also coming back to the to what you said earlier, that when you are launching a brand, you need names behind it, and that's really true because I have seen a lot of good decks uh, designs into, coming yeah, yeah, out falling into the darkness, but they. Yeah, they do not get funded or anything because they do not have the contacts with like relevant people in the industry and stuff like that. Yeah, um, it's actually the the most difficult part to um, how to say this. You know that the only like I read that on a blog a couple of years ago on Cardistry blog that the only currency in Cardistry is clout, and uh, yeah, um, facts. Yeah, and uh, it's just how it works. You need the Cardistry skills. If you don't have the skill, yeah. then you're still there. You're still a Cardist. You still go to the jams. You you're still in. But to make it, uh, you either need to get closer to like a big brand and to be like featured by them, or uh, to be one of the big artists. And uh, it's not that it's sad, I guess. The I mean, I've been thinking about this for years now, and it, to me now it seems like it's it, it kind it's kind of logical the way the community works. I mean, there's no real school of cardistry. I mean, there's a channel of Jasper, but I mean, there's no real school of cardistry when people pick up cardistry, or at least it, it's this way in France. Uh, uh, people start on their own until they finally uh, reach reach out to the, to the community. It's kind of a, a self-taught uh, community, and so what matters is uh, what will make your your uh, your mind uh, blow. And also what other people think, this is great, this is great, or this is bad, and this is bad. And somehow define a little bit uh, what is hype and what is not, only because the right people speak about it or use the cards, or because uh, well, because of other uh, influential uh, uh, parameters. Um, I lost my train of thought a little bit, but yeah, we were speaking about... No, yeah. The, um, yeah, you get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So it's true, like, I I can't get mad to that mindset of, like, the currency's cloud because myself, I'm a, I'm a product of that cloud because I, I was I was barely known, like, three, four years ago, uh, but then I got featured by two big companies and brands, and then everyone started to know me, like, oh, you are the card guy. And yeah. The photos guy and stuff like that like yeah <laughs> i've been doing this for years and just now you're knowing about me but fair fair enough like hard work pays in a way how how, how what sorry hard work oh, pays yeah. in a yeah, way yeah yeah hard work pays. yeah um hard work pays if you're a little bit lucky you always need a little bit, a little bit of uh, yeah life yeah. doesn't uh tell you in advance what it has prepared for you but yeah. Uh, yeah. It, that's that's a good point because uh when people ask me what do I do for a living and I say I, I design playing cards, they do uh, oh you're you're really talented then because there are a few number of known playing card designers if you think about it, there are like ten at most. Yeah, that's and 
And like, I tell them, yeah, I'm talented, but I'm also really lucky because I did the right thing at the right moment in the right place. And that's how like I became known in a way because I was really lucky to get featured. That's, um, that's also what I feel for me. I got lucky to meet uh, Ladisas and, Dimit- and Dimitri through Fabien Desfaucheux a couple of years ago. I got really super lucky because uh, that's how they got interested in my work. And, and uh, I mean, I made a bit of a name for myself, like a little bit of a name before that, of course, through Diva Playing Cards. And also there I got lucky. I got super lucky. That was just because uh, you remember if 2016, 2017 and still early 2018, it was like the golden era of custom decks and they were everywhere. Every single day you had a new Kickstarter yeah. and somehow it was easy to make it there like uh, ICOs and cryptos in 2017. Um, and uh, I got, I, got, I started right in time and I managed to go through and still I was struggling and then poof, uh, through one single uh, interaction with somebody, it went a couple of months later. It landed um, with me meeting Touch and uh, well, the Touch guys, and uh, there I am today. It was just one single interaction that made it to to me being able now to not properly, but uh, at least at least live a bit off of uh, card making. Yeah. <clears throat> also, talking about Diva, like what happened to Diva? Uh, it's still. Uh, I was thinking about it today again. Uh, it's still a. It's still on. Actually, I know it seems like it's dead, but it's still on. It's just that now it's part of Zalem, and um, like the Diva series will continue. I just don't want to continue it now. I think I want a space for Zalem first, and I also have a one or two like series. Uh, well, I can't. I can't speak too much about uh, the plans for Zalem. Sorry, and I can't speak too much about the other plans. But just to say about Diva, uh, it will come back in the future if everything goes right. All right, that, almost, that's great to hear. Almost the some info <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't that's worry. The, the comfiness of the conversation. Don't worry. If you say something, uh, we can edit it out if you yeah. want. So it, do- it doesn't really matter later on. Don't worry. But <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I have another question. Like, what does Salem mean? Ah, uh, okay. So I think I explained it a little bit in Cardify last uh, early this year or last year, last year maybe twenty twenty. Um, I'm a huge fan of a manga called Ganmu, G U N N M. It's like the one of the only oh. manga I've read in my life. I've I've discovered I it when I was thirteen years old, and it's it blew my mind. Okay, forever, and I'm still reading it. Okay, it's like the only manga collection I have is all the Gun and uh, the Gunmu um, uh, manga, and I'm such a fan for reasons that are very large and deep. And uh, I was like, uh, one of my favorite thing in in Gunmu is the 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 flying city uh, over Kuzotetsu. Um, Zalem, and it's just half of a name. There's like I can't I can't spoil the the, the manga, but at least I can 
<laughs> yeah, that's the that's the manga. Yes, I know oh, that one. That's, that's really good. Oh, it's really is, good. Is the Alita? Yes, Alita. Alita. Yes. Oh, I, I, yeah. I wanted to get into that. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, ever since I saw the movie, I, I, I'm like, yeah, I have to get into the manga yeah. or something related. And a shit that is so better than the, um, the anime. The anime, actually, the movie is kind of based on the anime. It's kind of sad because they they worked on the movie for ten years. Oh, idyllic. I don't know if it's the right word in English, but like, it seems like a dreamy mm. world. And yeah. it's so much different. It's like hell in a dystopian reality, like in in Ganmu, because the world was so horrible. Uh, yeah, those are the first pages, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so I, you will definitely love the manga if you love the movie. I hope so, though. Uh, it's it's incredible. You you need a working brain, of course. I mean, you need to to be into it. Like, sorry, um, that's me. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. You have to do that though. It's because I'm. Uh, yeah, I will. Um, what I was saying, sorry. The. Um, um, well, anyway, the... You're... Yeah, uh, you were talking about the manga. Yeah, I know, but which, uh, where I was again. Well, anyway, the... Um, the city, I love it, and... The the flying city, Zalem, I kind of love it, also for what it means. And, um, it's... How to explain this? Um, it's... I, I, I'll have to spoil a little, but it's a city that is... For the world below, so that it's a flying city, so it's only seen from the the ground of Earth, um, and it seems like the goal for a better life, a life where uh, just like the utopian dream, okay, of the perfect life in a perfect city in a perfect world, and when she arrives there, she realizes first that it's completely destroyed, <laughs> first to start off. And then that it was not like like expected. It was actually more like a, a brave new world. If you've read the book, mm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was yeah, inspired yeah. by Brave New World in nineteen eighty four because uh, it's close, you know. But like more updated to 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 contemporary world. Um, yeah, this mm. is the city. So I think what you see above is Jeru. I'm not sure where is this again. But the yeah at the bottom in the bottom panel, what you see is Zalem, yeah. And there's a city. So it's like a city of dreams, in a token dream that actually in reality um is completely shattered. It's more like uh an authoritarian um joyless not joyless but controlled life where your brain is actually a chip and your emotions are di not dictated but um reprogram so that you can't do this or can't do that it's difficult and i can't say too much about the story because it's still a manga that people should discover i think it's one of the mangas that um popularized mangas around the world in the 90s if i remember well the the history behind so basically like the city is more or less like 9084 uh, because in, I, I, I don't know if you have read I that, that book. I, I only had like a third of 1984 and I, I gave it to somebody else. Because, and then I went to 
buy the game and I forgot. But I, I read a Brave New World. To me, <laughs> it looks more like a Brave New World. Oh, well, right. So everyone is like the same and really stale. They don't have like, they don't enjoy life. No way. I, I didn't get that. Can you say again? Uh, the life is really like stale and like they do not enjoy life that much. Yeah, well, uh, more like they're not aware of what's going on. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because um, other trick um, is that their brain is then a chip. And so really it's like reprogrammed and it can be monitored through a greater uh, centralized uh, computer. They have like, in, in the manga, they have like quant super quantum computer minds, some stuff like that. Of course, it's uh, highly developed, so they can do uh, a lot of, uh, the, the author achieves a lot of technical, uh, technical, techn technological achievements that we don't have yet, of course. And by the way, the good thing about the manga is at the end, when he comes up with some new technological idea, he explains how it works uh, on the last pages. Uh, just saying that for the those who want to read them. <laughs> yeah, I will definitely get into the manga. It sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so the, I have another question. Just, well, just go on. Let go people on. Uh, get it a little bit better. The Zalem, uh, the name I wanted for my brand because I, I just love the city. I wanted to keep it this way for um, for the style. I added the little, like we call it a Macron, the accent on the E. I don't know the, 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 the term in, in English. And um, the idea behind Zalem is, uh, I think I read it in Cardify before again. It's uh, more like a little child. Uh, let's say it's my inner child. Maybe you, maybe it's easier to understand this way. Um, who kind of kind of is fascinated by uh, the world he lives in, which is on Zalem, and um, a new kind of Zalem. Let's say my own version of it, and it's uh, a dystopian reality where uh, he just wants to uh, rebring the the colors because only yeah I can't spoil this in Zalem in the, in the in the manga. But there's something crucial to understand uh, my point of view that is in in the manga, and I'm kind of questioning myself like right now if I should give it or not. Uh, maybe not right now. Maybe later on. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. question because otherwise it'll be also too long. So go on. Yeah, yeah, I have another question. Like, how do you approach your ideas when designing? Since you really have a unique style when doing stuff, it's like really vibrant and modern, but at the same time, something conceptual. So, um, someone came on my personal profile in 2020 when the Kickstarter was on for the first Zalem deck, which was with Genesis. And he told me something that was, it looks like something I would have done when, when I was a child, but a bit better. And I told him, uh, I'm going to send you a deck. I hope I did it, by the way. Because I'm going <laughs> to check in my Instagram later on. Uh, because he got it right. Um, when I did Regenesis, which so when I started um, Zalem, um, oh fuck, I lost my um, my idea. Uh, it, it, it was just like <clears throat> there, there's this studio in, in Paris, in, in between Lille and Paris. Sorry, it's called Studio Lecanay, and I own a couple of stuff from them. 
and they have this style also uh, close to Mark David Spengler, a German guy uh, from Hamburg, I think, who and they have this sort of drawing style with markers or paper cut, and I absolutely love them. Okay, I'm um, absolutely in love with everything they do, especially the, the studio. Everything they do, I love it, and it was inspired by them. Except that they use kind of um, sharp lines, let's say corners and stuff, and uh, I went the other way. But it was really inspired by them, the way they use colors. Of course, I use a completely different color palette. Uh, and overall, it doesn't even look that much like them. Uh, but that's how I was inspired. And, and after that, uh, when the project picked up, was picked up, sorry, I am. I thought I could go farther than this so for for the stairs the second one I uh, no the stairs the second one was still was already developed when I when I uh, when I launched Regenesis it was developed since like December 2019 but after this one I started realizing I can go a bit further so now we're going to <clears throat> to um to bring more ideas that at the same time resemble the um, the first two and at the same time, we'll expand the style that I've um, showcased so far. It will get a little bit closer. I mean, through the expansion, I will get a bit closer to what I do on my personal uh, Instagram page. Okay. Uh, uh, about about something that I wanted to to ask uh, like when you when you mention uh, the the process and and about the name of Salon I I thought about what uh, what about like not just the process like uh, the process you you mentioned but is there something you you like uh, have an inspiration of process about or like uh, philosophy on working on yeah uh there's one is that if you don't have an idea do something else okay if I, it's that it always worked for me always it doesn't, it doesn't mean it works instantly of course it can take weeks but if i'm yeah. If I'm like, I got, if I'm starting a project, I have time, except this year, this time I'm taking uh, like extra time for everything. But usually, um, I, I may, I may take, like you give me six months, I may take six months. But in the end, at the end of six months, I finally get the fucking idea. Sometimes I can take like <laughs> literally five months, three weeks, six yeah. days. <laughs> and then in That's yeah. fucking true, bro. That's, oh my God. That's the. That's really true. The thing is that if I force it, I will get ideas, but they're like half measure. It's, uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's not bad, but it's still bad because it could be a lot better. If I don't force it, at some point it comes to me just because completely out of the blue, like I'm um, like a balcony yeah. sipping tea or something, or I'm in the park or I'm under the shower or not. No, actually never under the shower, oddly, but... Um, <laughs> But I do like never have the right idea when I want to. It's just some at some point, and then I write it down or I just memorize it visually in my mind, which I did today because I, I I was looking for a new deck for some 
specific occasion and I finally got the idea so I noted I uh, I wrote it down um, that's when I what I do and I try to take um, advance uh, say to, to get ahead of schedule I know that I need to be like always at least uh, at least a couple of decks ahead just to be sure I don't get overloaded and out of sudden uh, go out of, go out of inspiration when I need to release a new deck because I don't want to to force a design. I don't want to be something too uh, rushed out or uh, something. So as I said, uh, if you don't feel if you do, if you're not inspired, don't do just do something else. Just do something yeah. else. I I totally feel you in that because like when I when I have a a job or something. Yeah. Uh, I the first thing I ask is when is the deadline, and if I have like two months, I will just chill for the first I don't know month and a half, just to get ideas and stuff, and then I will do it once I have the idea. And I do it perfectly because I took all that time to think on what I was going to do. So I I totally get and you. Yeah, same. Uh, Someone might might say, no, you're lazy or something, but no, no, you're not lazy. You're working smarter, not harder. <laughs> That's yes. actually true. And I get, I get this also from my family sometimes. Like, you haven't done shit for a couple of days. Or- Bro, yeah. I'm really working. But also for the clients, sometimes, like, um, if I feel like the, the time... Because if you take six months... It depends the way you invoice, but if you're going, if you're going to take six months you, and you're just going to work like three days, you can invoice, of course, uh, six months. You need to invoice three days. Yeah, of so course. That's, it depends yeah. the way it works. Like if it's just a side project that you don't have to finish um, uh, by by the month to get the bill paid, the bills paid. Um, but um, yeah, if you yeah, but yes. Regarding that, that's why I usually charge by project, not by day. It depends. So if I can charge, well, yeah, will, that's true. It depends. If I will charge by hour, I will do because then I have um, a greater um, mo- um, a margin. If I do by project, and eventually the project is like postponed, and it's not your fault, you're still postponed, and that sucks because the. Yeah, that happened to me once. Yeah, so I try to do by hour, and uh, but sometimes what I do is I I reduce like if I if they're going to wait one month and only work three days and I spend five days no maybe two weeks thinking but it was completely unproductive because I was doing it on the side also like while doing other things I won't count uh, the hours thought but lost. I mean in the urgent yeah. development like like I call it R and D for the project. I don't know. I don't know for you guys, but I try to. I, I know that a lot of people just invoice those hours. Like, fine, fine. They just double their time just by um, adding the hours they 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 took to think about the project, uh, and it would definitely uh, make me a lot better financially speaking. But I don't do it um, because I don't think like it's it does it's effective. Um, it's like like we like like we're saying it's really effective. It works so well. But at the same time, I feel like cheating the game a little bit because it still looks like I'm not working or at least not doing what I'm supposed to do, like doing some other work. And uh, I, I, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel this kind of 
imposter feeling sometimes when I take too long to complete a project only because I, I spent six months uh, vaguely thinking about it until the right moment when I get the right idea and I can if I can finally uh, get the work uh, the work done. So I'm, I'm not sure I was clear. You want me to repeat something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it was. No, very clear. it was. It was. Yeah. And I can yeah. relate to that. And I, I think everyone that designs can relate to that. To be honest, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that happens in in not just design or or, or visual things, but in like another uh, everything that has a certain level of creativity has this problem really, and 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 this process like i i was in a course of, of schoolism is from professionals in the industry and yeah. uh one of that uh, one course was about uh that especially like the the process of creating uh characters but was about the mindset and everything and the process uh, about creating a character, not just techniques. Ju uh, and that process that uh, you you both uh, gave uh, was the incubation process when you just live life and got knowledge, observation, uh, the the first the, the first phase of creating something is just uh, well well live, uh, uh, observate. And when you have, when you have, uh, well, a little bit of time or maybe a lot of time, mm -hmm. then, then you have the idea because all that experience you have while doing the incubation process, uh, mm -hmm. uh, well, it final, finalizes the incubation and born something new. And that's when, and I can relate to that. It's, all of that you 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 were talking about it's yeah. fascinating i didn't know you called that incubation but uh now i know <laughs> learn every <laughs> word okay it's the same i didn't know about that <laughs> yeah so i mean you learn something new every day that's one of the yeah also things. in english but then i will forget about it in two weeks if nobody <laughs> I don't two weeks, I will, I will forget about it, of course. Of course. Uh, so, uh, how do you know when something is done? Like, when you are designing something, how do you know that it's done? Because, like, myself, my, myself I, I'm a perfectionist, kind of. Because I would rather t post one thing a month if it's something I truly, truly like. Instead of posting some like something I I like it but not that much every day like I used to do. Dude, that's that's a very good question, and I'm thinking very deeply right now. When I was younger, very young, I went to Spain and I think it was Gaudi, maybe Gaudi. I was I was like in in the villa or the place. Uh, it's got uh like it's a museum now anyway. And uh, there was a quote that said, true artists know when to stop. And for very long, I thought about this quote, about what it means, because it's actually true. Sometimes when you create something, you don't know where to stop. And so at the end, you destroy it, which is very, uh, it used to happen very often. And um, today, now that you make me think about it, I realized that I 
stop <laughs> and I don't even realize it. I just stop. I know that's what I want. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I think, no, I have no idea. When it comes to my, maybe I'll, I'll try. Let me give it, let me, give me a second. When I do my posters, um, I think what I look for is a balance in the whole. Um, I don't know if it's because of my synesthesia and it was, it was a, I, I, I have synesthesia, so I, I have a lot of perception in colors about a lot of things. And uh, when I do my designs, when the whole thing has a balance that clicks, uh, then it's done. And I don't, I don't think about it again. It's done this way. And if it's going to be different, then it's going to be very different at the end. If I'm going, like, if I don't post it for a while and then I, I come back to it and I think maybe I can change something. Uh, but if I do, then 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 it also um, validates the reason why I didn't post it in the first place because it was not really finished. It was just like the first impression that looked okay-ish or just right until I realized that something is missing. And when I look at Regenesis, Zalem or any of the other device or any of the posts that I've done, well, a couple of the posts that I've done, sometimes I deleted them because I, I thought it was done but not okay. But most of them, I don't think I would want to add anything more or remove anything less uh, and I'm not perfectly sure how to explain this but very naturally I know it's it's done and I'm I think it's just something that you feel yes I think I'm very glad now that you that you make me think about this because uh, not knowing where, when to stop can be very can be a very destructive process and when you want to change something just because you're not satisfied and I oh actually um, actually there's something no there's there's that maybe i'm not completely honest about it maybe i'm missing half the story because uh with, with touch <laughs> i remember now those moments when at the very moment at the very ending i want to change something but usually it's not the back design and like for my posture it's the same the back design and the posters remain the same like it's done when it's done i know it by heart but when it comes to the faces of the cards or the tuck case uh, and once it happened for uh, something that you might see in the future, um, uh, I can't speak about it yet. Uh, I was about, I changed the whole thing, not the whole thing, the whole color palette, like, like one minute before we sent to print. And that was a very good call, by the way. That was a very good call. That's because that, maybe it was because that deck, it took me too long to finish it. So at the end, I mean, to really uh, decide to finish it, to send it to print. Uh, yeah, so I'm not sure I answered the question because once again, I went too far. But uh, no, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. to know when I, I think it's done. Maybe it's just, as I said, the balance. Like I, I, I tried to find an overall balance between the colors, the contrast and the, the white space and the negative space and stuff like that. Uh, see, maybe like with only two elements on a white sheet, maybe I'm trying to find something that works with them in in balance. Like I don't, the, 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 there has to be something that makes me feel like it's, something is going on, just like with my photos. But I have no idea how to explain this. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I I think I get you. It's something you you learn to know when when it's done. Something that you feel. Yes. Inside me, that tells me it's it's okay. Like it's what I want. Like it's killer. This shit is killer. Alex just post it now, and then yeah. I don't post it. But still, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, yes. it happens. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. So, uh, what's an artist you would like to collab outside Curtis Retouch? Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have my ideas. Um, so, of course, besides myself, you know. <laughs> the list is a bit long. I'll try to get it short. Uh, there's an artist. I can't. Maybe I can, but I'm not sure if I can. So I won't say the name yet. But uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's a cardist and he's a graphic designer too. And you might know him already, but I can't say. Then there's uh, um, God damn, I forgot his name. I forgot his fucking Mark David Spengler. Yeah, sorry, the German guy I talked about earlier, or maybe Studio Licanai, the studio, uh, the French uh, Neil studio I talked about earlier too. Uh, of course, there's Eduardo Cavalieri and you, Pablo. Uh, always, always think of the of you two. By the way, often together in my head because of your names. I'm sorry, just that uh, it's an anecdote. But so uh, you, Pablo, and Eduardo, and there's uh, Lorenzo Cobo, and there's uh, anyone, of course. I, I, I met, oh, yeah. someone never hap happened, and I'm not sure if I'm actually if I actually want to. Or, um, I'm not sure. I really love anyone. Okay. I really love the like, deck design. Maybe not everything, but the most like, of, yeah, sorry. Like your grail is anyone, right? That's the one that you would like to, to collab with. Uh, because the, the brand, it, yeah, go ahead. And in, for me, it's dealer's grip because I feel that dealer's grip has the same style that I do. Oh, actually, I uh, that's my memory because of course dealer's grip I want to collab with uh, with um, with Oliver. He's a great designer now. I mean, I really love um, the progression uh, that he's gone through, the decks, the progression. It's it's really cool. I, I've got his latest decks. I bought them, and I really stopped buying decks in general. And I, I don't buy fountains anymore because I have too many. Um, uh, but yeah, I bought Dealer's Grip. It's 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 insanely good, huh? and it's getting better and better all the time. Uh, but I prefer anyone as um, as like as a whole. I think uh, Tobias, Oliver, and even Noel when he was when he was there, they uh, they are always anyone. The brand, like I don't know how to explain this, but whether it's individually. Or um, the way we speak about them, or the way people want to be seen by anyone, or their Instagram post. Um, there's like in my brain, or maybe it's just my brain, but I have um, anyone is like the most identifiable brand with Fontaine, of course. But I kind of stopped following Fontaine, so I'm not including it in the bunch. But for not to offend the Fontaine fans, of course, Fontaine is very identifiable, of course. Uh, but like anyone is more. Um, God damn! How to explain this? As a whole, is it's more solid. It's more charismatic. Um, it's stronger. I don't know. And the yeah. word "anyone" works so well. Yeah, I know. There are so many. I know. For this, oh, many oh, jokes for this name, and also the there's one point on 
one, one day on Instagram, I was looking through the, 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 the I don't know what to call it, the section again, like the research section, and I found a deck, and I was wondering, is this anyone who did it? And I was, I was thinking, yeah, it could be anyone, baby. <laughs> and you know, that, the, yeah. the phrase on the first deck, they did um, the, the checkerboard, and I thought, yeah, that's, that's why it's such a good brand, because you can, that, that the way this, um, brand name can work in a sentence this way and actually be so powerful it's really amazing also the way they uh, deal with their did the image uh, whether it's in video the way they impose themselves the way they uh, they even uh, install trends and um, or a lot of trends uh, it's almost like they they um I don't know what to call it I don't know I don't know the words in English for this, um, but I, as if any, as if as if anyone was really uh, a complete soul, whereas Fontaine for me is more uh, industrial now. Uh, it's, I still like Fontaine, of course, but it's it's more industrial for me. So uh, I prefer anyone as a brand. So I, of course I would like to collab with them one day. Uh, and at the same time, I'm not sure if I'd really want to. Uh, maybe I like to be uh, to be to have my like to be still independent from anyone and to have my own uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, sorry, it was still a very wrong explanation, but <laughs> no, fine. yeah, I, I get you. And the thing about brand names is really true because uh, I think it was last night or like two days ago, I was reading some stuff that Virgil Abloh has on his site. I don't know if you have, if you know Virgil, the owner of Off White. Uh, I think. I think, thanks to Ladislas, <laughs> but yeah, I know the guy, I think I know what he looks like, but I'm not sure of the name, that's why. Yeah, uh, well, he has a section on his site about how to name your brand, oh, yeah. and of people that know about Virgil, Virgil used to have a brand called Pyrex, but then he changed it to Off-White, and when asking about that, he says that if it's broke, fix it. Because the brand name is the most important part of a brand itself. And think about that, like, yeah, you, you're right. Anyone is such a perfect brand name because it's simple, it's easy to remember, and it's unique. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. It's unique, and at the same time, it's uh, super fucking common. But not as a brand name. Yeah, it's too common to be a brand name, and it's still gonna be a brand name. Um, I was uh, actually, I think, I was inspired by anyone uh, last year or this year. I think it was this year to create multiple fake brands just for just for the names, trying to find quirky names like anyone and to create their logos and identities just for just home. You know, just doing this uh, to play around. But yeah, it's uh, so anyone has been uh, an inspiration for me. I think also. Uh, that's why I would like to collaborate with them, um, if I had uh, new opportunities, of course. Yeah, and I, and I feel I feel that it's the same with Salem, because, you know, it's just one word and it's really in your head. Like, you get, oh, okay, Salem, what does it mean? Okay, uh, oh. sounds really interesting. And so, the, the, um, the mystery, yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah, the mystery. Maybe yeah. it works, I hope. 
Yeah, it does. It does well for me. It does. Yeah, for me too. It, it really works. <laughs> it's it's short. It's it's like uh, easy to pronunciate, and and it gets in your mind. And it has that extra that if people know about Alita, like they will, oh, sell him the city. Yes. Know? So it has that extra. Yes. yes. For those who know Zalent, the, 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 the manga, they recognize the name instantly. Uh, but those on the manga are not that many, so it's still rare that people come to me for this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's, the, it's the same with uh, a brand I'm doing right now. It's called Misprint, but it's, it's called Misprint, and the meaning of Misprint is something that is written wrong. And the name Misprint is wrong. Because I I took out letters, oh. <laughs> so I I thought about all that yeah, before cool. doing uh, it. Uh, uh, I have to to see it. I'm interested. Yeah, I will send it to you later. Uh, so we have been going for like an hour and a half. So I just have one last question, sure. and we can end up the episode. So yeah. what can we expect from Cordis to Touch and Salim and Diva? in the future um not sure i'm like allowed to answer in detail or even in in surface but um <laughs> yeah as long as people keep buying uh, we'll we'll keep making decks that's all i can say i'm sure um there are of course <laughs> new stuff to expect from zalem and from touch this year uh but i know how they want it to be uh, communicated on, and so I'm really sure that I can't say much more than this. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm don't worry. Uh, do you have keep tuned? Do you have any finishing thoughts or something you want to say to anyone listening before we end up the episode? Uh, I should have thought about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> usually on the spot like that i have not that's like in an interview at the end when they ask you do you have a question i'm like no not yet <laughs> not yet i will have a little one um uh no no but it was nice uh meeting up with sastagar sorry uh oh, didn't yeah. know about him so now i'll follow you and i screenshot also your your page so that i remember the name because i have like like if you have problems like pronouncing my name don't worry it happens all the time uh, sometimes yeah, sometimes people just call me sass like yes yeah, that's okay that's that's cool that's cool but that's not yeah, sass like always a really cool looking name um and like oh, thank you is it mexican or is it something else well it's it's like uh uh it's my name but i just took up some letters my f okay. of my full name and okay yeah okay, well that that's that, that's but if you want an easier way to contact him just <laughs> tell me and i can no it's okay arrange a meeting I mean, for okay, both yeah, of you I, guys. um i uh, i just took the screenshot because i know that my memory when i be 
when I want to recall the name, I'll be like, what the fuck is the name again? That's why I have <laughs> screenshots and to help my visual memory because I at least remember when I take screenshots. But don't worry, I just have my ways to to take my notes because I don't take notes, so it's I have my own ways. Uh, yeah, to, the, the final thought is that it was a great conversation actually, and it was uh, really interesting to speak with designers uh, this time because usually it's, uh, it's it's different. Um, and um, and uh, yeah, the questions were interesting. I just hope that I didn't go off road uh, too many times and for too long, because I know that I can uh, go off topic sometimes very quickly without even realizing. But that's all. Yeah, that, it doesn't really matter. It was a really good conversation. I learned a lot of stuff from you. <laughs> well, um, I think well, Sass, do you have any finishing thoughts? Well. Uh, about that, uh, I, I guess I can. Like, uh, there's some places where you can find inspiration for something. Like th that's all. Uh, I was getting uh, when 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 Alex uh, gave the meaning of of the name, and it's really interesting how how you can find uh, not just people but the things and and how you can uh, uh, like uh, add that to your product or your company or or anything really how how it all connects and it was very interesting i suppose everybody has his uh, his own way or her own way um, I'm glad I have my own but I'm, I still think it's really not optimized <laughs> like it's still wild very wild it works because sometimes I'm, I can get the, the, the enough time to to get through the project um, but yeah yeah that's true because I found out like not recently like a year or two ago that I work way, way better under pressure. Mm. Ah. That if I if I have a month to do something, I would rather wait until the last week to do it because I know I will work the best at that time. Well, um, so maybe you'll uh, wait because that used to be true for me, but I'm not sure if it's true. <laughs> when it comes to graphic design. <clears throat> I think it still works. I think I think I think it still works. But like I still I need um it can't be the last day. It has to be like two weeks before, one week before. Yeah. Still at yeah, the yeah. end. Still at the end, but still you yeah, um because otherwise otherwise I'm so much in stress, there's no creation at all. So for graphic design it'll be more complicated. But for the rest, everything else, um if I can take one month, like thirty days, I will take thirty one days. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah yeah that's true okay uh, thank you so much Alex for being here we will definitely have you back at some point nice. it was such a pleasure to speak with you same guys same and uh, I'll be back with pleasure and hope uh, maybe next year well you'll tell me and um, is it like early morning for you or afternoon is 2:24 p.m. Okay, so it's not that late. Yeah, for you it's like 9 and p.m. Right? 9 30, yeah, 9:30. And I'm an early bird now since last year. Oh. I started uh, sleeping early, <laughs> but ask the guy sometimes. Don't worry. 
But yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you, uh, really. Thank you everyone for yeah. listening. Nice uh, meeting. Yeah. Have a nice. Uh, have a nice day. Have a nice day. Yeah. Same to Bye. you. Have a nice day. All right.